are now entering the Horror Sanctum. Sanctum. I'm Jay, along with John and TJ, and this week we're joined by Richard Yule, uh, co-owner of Madcap 3 Entertainment and the host of another horror-themed podcast, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast. Uh, Richard, welcome to the Sanctum. Hey, thanks for having me here, guys. I really appreciate the offer and uh, can't wait to talk about all the things, uh, all things horror. Yes, sir. Uh, now, aside from from all that that you do, you're also one of the organizers of FrankenCon uh, from last mm-hmm. year, and then this year's Bride of FrankenCon, uh, which is a local horror centered convention in Alcoa, Tennessee, which is just uh, outside of Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, this year's con is the weekend of June 9th and 10th, and it's going to be held at the Hilton Knoxville Airport. Um, this year's guest, yeah, it's a stacked lineup for sure, especially if you're a true <laughs> horror is. fan. Uh, I can't. I won't name them all, but we have uh, former guests of ours. Honey Gregory will be there. Honey the Mail Girl, mm-hmm. Mick Strong, um, future guest Brian Bremer is going to be there. Felissa Rose, Banjo Boy from Deliverance, uh, C.J. Graham from Friday the Thirteenth series, Tom Matthews from Friday the Thirteenth and Return of the Living Dead. Uh, the the one that piqued my interest the most is uh, Frank Hennenlotter. Uh I was excited yeah. to see his name pop up, and and so many more. So like I said, very, very stacked lineup this year. Um, so Richard, let's just dive right in. And the first question I have for you is, is what got you into horror originally? Like- I love movies. So that's what I, that's usually my general answer is like movies were my life from early on. And when I was a teenager, um, video stores were, were you know, a popping. <laughs> and uh, the, the, I, I video down the street here. And uh, full moon, uh, full moon uh, pictures was like my. I loved it. Um, I love dancers. I love Puppet Master. Puppet Master Three is one, one of my favorite movies. But I didn't grow up like I didn't see Evil Dead when I was a teenager. I didn't see. I remember I was very young. My brother was ten years older than me, so he was watching Nightmare on Elm Street Three. That was probably the first one I saw. But I mean, I, I say saw, but not really, because I just, uh, you know, covered my eyes, ran out of the room. I didn't pay attention to it. <clears throat> I didn't much care for it. But, um, you know, so, but horror for me really started around uh, Devil's Rejects. Like, even though I don't consider Devil's Rejects a horror movie, um, it got me into the exploitation side of, of like the grungier side of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like these horrific things are happening and it's like not like a jump out and scare you kind of horror it's more like just a horrific side of humanity and I and that really captivated me and then I dived into like foreign films around that time like Inside and uh, Audition and Cold Prey and 
I mean, Martyr, Mar- Martyrs, uh, to this day, Martyrs is one of those films that it scarred me. Like, I, like for six mm. months, like it really affected. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love the movie, but it's not one that like, I'm like, everybody should see Martyrs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. But I've also seen a Serbian film, so I'm kind of a sick sicko like that. Um, but horror just in general is just one of those genres that I can watch and even you know and it just takes even if it's something based in reality it sort of always takes me out of reality you know I mean the things are so horrific sometimes that that our minds as humans can't process it so we we think it's fiction even though these things do actually happen you know uh, it's just a it's just one of those things where I, it fascinates me. Like the, the, and I love the silly side of horror, you know? I mean, that's why I love, uh, I mean, Child's Play 2 is one of my favorite movies. Chucky is one of my favorite villains. Um, uh, yeah, so I just, uh, and then recently, you know, about, uh, I guess it was about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago, I started doing a podcast called the, uh, assignment horror podcast where it was three of my older friends that are like 10 or 15 years older than me and they would assign me a movie to watch that I had never seen a a horror movie to watch and so I watched a lot of movies that way and then now you know we just uh, nerdy laser was kind of my podcast before about pop culture and now night of nerdy laser is a horror based podcast and we just watch movies that a lot of them I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot of the classics, so it's a good way for me to pick up on that. Yeah, that's uh, that's your our version of Kellen because that, Kellen's the host that's not with us tonight. But that's the same way. I feel like most of the movies we pick, he hasn't seen, which makes it fun too. Because oh no, that's part of the board sure. too. Is I like I like to share. Like you know, I, if I if I found something fascinating or cringy or scary I'm like I want to share that with other people so we we do that with him on a weekly basis almost <laughs> yeah uh, they made me watch some awful things on on on, on the assignment horror podcast things like uh what was that one um um the the god of indian flats i think it's called uh what is it? it's a oh terrible, oh you can you can flats the, the beast giant of, the beast of you can beast flats. of you can flats yeah. yeah oh god it's awful it's yeah. Um, yeah. It's um and then uh the the loch ness horror i think is another it was really bad um me and my buddy we just did tonight layer of the white worm uh, which oh, okay. it's it's one of those like good bad I think like yeah. I think I like it I own it so I must like it in some way <laughs> but uh you know it's yeah I, I love watching like the crazy crappy movies and the good really good movies and I love watching like movies that I didn't like at first like we did Rawhead Rex on my oh, yeah. <laughs> older podcast and I hated that movie I mean, I hated it. And we did it this, I, I rewatched it and did it again. And I love it. I, I thought it was great. I don't know why. I mean, like, I mean, it's goofy. I mean, it's, I don't know why the monster is cross-eyed at times, but, uh, you know, it's, it, yeah. it's a great monster flick. Like, yeah, it's got that's some another, good another part it. about doing this that's fun too, is uh, we watch movies that we either haven't seen 
haven't seen in years had a different opinion on like there's been movies we've done i mean we've only we're like what 20 something episodes in there's movies i haven't seen in years that i frowned upon then and go back and watch me you know what? this is actually a really good movie but you have a different perspective as you age and mature well and i always feel like the first time you see a movie you you may think you're going in to see one thing and you see another thing so you it takes you off balance so you're like ah that's not but in reality, it's just not what you thought it was going to be. So then when you watch it again, uh, you, you know what it's going to be. So you can process it a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus when I was watching movies when I was younger, because I was a, a young horror uh, cinephile out there, you know, started started young. There was just there was I like it or I hate it and not a lot of gray area in between. Now yeah. I can appreciate that. Oh, this is actually a good movie. Some movies, it's just not for me. You know, I'm not the audience for this, but that don't make oh, sense. Oh yeah. It's movie. like, yeah, yeah. It's like when I watched the Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer, I was like, this is probably a fine movie, but it's not mine. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hashtag not my turtles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can definitely relate to what you made about like being a sort of a slow burn horror fan in a sense, because I growing up, like I was a horror fan, but I was kind of a movie fan, film fan. And I still think that way. Like I hate, sometimes it's, it's weird to say, but like, I can't stand the term like a uh, horror fan only because it's so isolated because like film is so versatile. It can be so many things. Sometimes it puts us in boxes but it is an interesting thing, like how the community brings so many people together and, you know, the way we look at it, right? So, yeah, I'll watch anything. I will literally watch any movie. Like, I just don't, I, I don't care. Like, I may not like it, but I mean, I, my wife, she does, she hates horror movies. So we don't watch them together. But like, I she think we're all in love. <laughs> yeah we're yeah. we're all in that yeah, we're crew. all in that boat oh that's right. good. oh For we need sure. a club we need a t-shirt yeah because yeah. most of my friends like their their um their wives love horror but um yeah i um yeah she'll watch hallmark movies you know that's her jam and uh and i'll watch those sometimes not all yeah but i'll pick like two christmas movies a year and i'll watch them yeah that's about and all I'll i can tolerate like and I'll usually like them, though. I try to pick the ones that, you know, are, are more dear. Like, uh, it's a toy sh toy shop and it's a toy maker or something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, Richard, how does one come to create a horror convention? I know we all like horror to varying degrees. We obviously have this horror podcast. It sounds like you were already doing horror themed podcast already but how how do you make the leap to i want to spearhead this massive undertaking to create an entire convention and then bring it back as a yearly thing now oh oh well first off i never said something that hefty like i would have I, I'm, I go into stuff blind right yeah. like i'm not like, like um well convention fan too so i think my first convention was around 99 2000 back in the days when there were polaroids and autographs were 20 bucks maybe with a with a selfie uh, which the selfie was a polaroid that they would often sign too so you would get that mm -hmm. in a picture sign yeah on the on you the know, white I, part right 
Yeah, yeah, on the white yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I still have a Rob Van Dam picture like that. Like, oh, I, wow. I love, okay. Yeah, I love those. Um, so, I mean, I've been to most of, the, like, some of the old school heavy hitters I've been to. I haven't been to, like, Monster Mania or anything like that. But, like, I've been to a San Diego Comic-Con back in 2005. I've been to Chiller Theater. I've been to um, Megacon, Dragon Con. Uh, Fanboy Expo is a pretty big one here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, so, and I've gone to a lot of conventions and and I love them. I, I feel at home there and I just really like that atmosphere. And I like that all of them are kind of different. So they all offer something a little different. Um, so really this is my friend Matt's fault because we were doing Night of the Nerdy Laser and Matt always, he, he thinks big, he's our big thinker, which is always good to have somebody like that. And so he just contacted Felissa Rose's agent one day and was like, hey, would Felissa be interested in doing doing a, uh, an event here in, here in our town? And this was like, COVID was still happening. Um, I can't even remember what year this was. This would have been 2001. So like, um, so COVID was still kind of around then, and um, but it, but but masks were starting to like drop. I think at that point, or maybe they were still around. I, it all blurred. This whole four years have been a blur to me. But anyway, so the point was was we did this thing called an evening with Felissa Rose, and um, we put this together. We have, we, we had it at this um, event. I mean, it's a pub uh, down the street called The Bird in the Book. Um, and uh, it holds like 100 people. So we sold tickets to this. Um, you know, like, I can't remember. I think the tickets were like $40 or $20 or something like that to get in and to meet Felissa. And then we watched the movie. Um and uh, and we did. We were going to do trivia and all this. Well, this thing sold out, and we had no idea. I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. Like, I mean, we were just putting this bin on, and we didn't know if anybody would show up. You know, um, and Felissa was great, and you know, I mean, her fans flocked to her. So, you know, like I said, it sold out, and um, I think it was about two weeks before that, or maybe maybe a month before that. I was like, we should do this again. And I was like, we should do like a, a, a private, th- we should do like a J, like, and I had no idea how to do any of this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we should do another unevening with, but do it on Friday the 13th and have some Jasons. Cause you know, that's easy to do. And um, so um, they, uh, he, he was like, I mean, he's the big banker, so he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we, we offered our buddy from the Spooky Dudes podcast, Corey Keelan, um, we kind of dragged him into this whole thing, too. And so we uh, we the point is, is we tried to put on another evening with, but it was just really impossible. Mm-hmm. So I was like, OK, well. Let's just uh, have a few vendors and all this. And then it just basically spiraled into Franken-Con. I mean, I mean, I came up with a name, like, because we wanted something, like, horror-themed, but not locked into horror, you know, like, 
I mean, I'm goofy anyway, like Night of the Nerdy Laser. Nobody knows what it is, but it's kind of my own inside joke and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and uh, so Franken-Con, it just sounded cool. It rolled off the tongue and uh, they liked it. So we did that. And then it all just kind of spiraled a little bit out of control as far as like we went from a few vendors to 40 and a few guests to like 12 and and you know we we had this at the hilton um up at the knoxville airport which is in alcoa tennessee which is weird and uh, you know they were they were amazing to us still are as far as i'm concerned i don't ever want to have you know friend and gun really anywhere else um I, I love the venue i love a hotel convention they don't I mean, they still exist, but they're certainly few or far between. And oftentimes when a place starts in a hotel, they grow big and they get out, you know, and go to a convention center. That's not really our plan. Um, I mean, we want to grow. I mean, that's that's obvious. But but, you know, we can still we can grow pretty, pretty big in the in this hotel. So in a nutshell, that's it. I didn't really mean to do it. It just all kind of started happening. And, and just the more we talked and the more things happened and it just was what it was. I mean, Corey was a huge Joe Bob and, and Darcy fan. So he was like, uh, we need to contact them first. So we did and they agreed. And so they were the first guests we had. Um, and then I so at, Feli, at the evening with Feliz and I still... I told them we need to video this and nobody took video of this. It still makes me mad because I was doing something else and I couldn't take video. But at the end of Felissa Rose, we, uh, Matt put together a, 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 like a teaser trailer, you know, and because um, nobody knew what Frank, and I mean, at this point, we had not said anything about it. Um, because this was, I think, in June, and the show wasn't going to be till the following May. Um, and so he did a teaser trailer, and it was like, and guess who's coming to town? And then the Joe Bob trailer, the last drive-in trailer started, and people went crazy. <laughs> and uh, it was a really cool feeling, and uh, it, it's just, and last year was amazing. Nice. Yeah, I, I wondered, you know, Tennessee is an interesting place because I'm so glad that you you all are doing this, like FrankenCon and coming back and doing it again, because I know that there are some cons in Tennessee, but it's weird that Tennessee has always, for a long time, was behind the eight ball on this. You know, Kentucky, you had Scarefest, Georgia, you had Days of the Dead. It's kind of strange that Tennessee, it took so long because you would think like with Nashville and Knoxville, Memphis, you know, like in the height of the con days, that would have come. But it's is it odd to you that it took so long for, I mean, you guys are doing it now, but that it took this long to get to this point? Maybe. I mean, I mean, Fanboy Expo has been around for a while, and that is that is a huge convention. So, you know, it, 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 it's hard to, like, you don't ever want to be up against it, you know, I mean, or, or even near it or whatever, you know, like, I mean, that's just a massive convention. They bring in massive guests, and they've been around forever. And they're great people, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of cons, you know, to come to Knoxville, they're, like, scared. You know, they don't want to because because of Fanboy. But then, you know, there's a convention called Creepy Con, and it's I think it's in its fifth year this year. 
Mm-hmm. I think they did four. They were in their fourth year last year, and they're 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 a horror convention, um, like a. Uh, but they they do some really cool stuff with like sideshow acts and like a Halloween con, you know, like they 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 kind of explore more of that, and uh, and that and that's really cool. Um, I hope to go this year. I've never been. It just has never worked out, but I'm planning on going this year. Um, so. It's a little weird, but then not, um, you know, but cons are, ever since COVID, like, everybody wants to put on a con, and I feel like there's a con, ever, and I mean, that was kind of including us. I mean, I'm not saying anything about anybody else, but, um, you know, I uh, well, I find it weird, because, I mean, I think if people are like, let's put on a con and make a bunch of money, it's like, ah, that's not really how that works, because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And I can speak from experience. So, um, you know, that's the other thing is like oftentimes businesses and things that just take time to, to grow and, and to to get get your name out there and get more people and stuff. I mean, this year we're we're bigger than last year and, and you know, we've got a bigger audience this year. We're doing a radio ad locally, which last year we didn't have a lot of locals because we didn't know how to advertise to the locals as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing a radio ad this year, which we're really excited about and hope that gets the word out. A lot of our people were out of state, to be honest. Like about probably about 70% of the crowd last year was out of state. Wow. Yeah. Or at least out of the area. We had some Nashville people that come down, but um you know most of them weren't local yeah the the really the guest list is what's amazing to me like when i saw you you all were getting billy redden from deliverance i was like man that's so awesome and like it's just it's it's really interesting the cons you'll see the guest a lot of the popular cons and ranking con it's kind of like second year you're kind of at least i'm coming to expect like you're going to see some unique guests at these um so i just i just want to say that's awesome that you guys are doing that because i think cons need to do that more kind of go outside of the box with the guest list well we appreciate that i mean that is kind of, i mean it, although the the harder you go outside the box the the more everybody else kind of goes outside the box too so i mean we try to be unique and we try to be a little different i mean sometimes you know we're not as you know i mean we still have guests that people know and guests that you can see at other horror cons, but may not be able to get to those. So we bring those guests here, mm-hmm. but you know, we like the grimier, grungier side of, of horror, you know, and that's, I mean, that's, I mean, if you look at, you know, we got Frank Hennenlotter, he directed Basket Case, Frank and Hooker and Brain Damage. We've got Patty Mullen from Frank and Hooker mm-hmm. and we've got Kevin Van Hintenrick from Basket Case. So and I mean, if, it, if, if we could, I, I'd try to get more from his movies, but we're just at a point where we can't. But uh, yeah, and we got James Obar, you know, he's one that I don't see at a lot um, of places and um, especially horror cons. But The Crow is arguably a horror movie. I mean, at least adjacent, you know, I mean, um, so yeah i just uh we we try to do different things um or at least we try to make an environment that we would want to hang out in. and i do feel like that is a different environment than some of the other cons you know being in a hotel it's just like you know you can it's just cooler you know you can ride a hotel you could ride an elevator get in an elevator with with 
one of the stars, you, you know, I mean, it's just, there's just a lot more, more that can happen at a, at a hotel convention that with, a, you know, we, we try to, we call it the Franken family, you know, like, um, and, and it really, and, and really that can't, that it sounds cheesy and it sounds like, oh, be a part of the Franken family, you know, but it's, a, it really is organic and it came out last year and, I mean, you know, the con was just amazing. I mean, people, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, people were crying at the end. Like, like people were so happy that this happened. And, like, everybody left with, uh, like, a new friend. And it's mm-hmm. just a really, really, really unique experience that I'm sure we won't be able to duplicate again this year. <laughs> but we'll try, you know. I mean, I mean, we will try with the atmosphere. But, you know that I, I joke around with the guys and I'm like, I, I kind of wish it failed a little bit last year, just so the expectations wouldn't be so high. <laughs> Cause I feel right. like the expectations are very high on us, even though last year was not perfect by any means, we did have some hiccups and some major ones uh, at that, but you know, it happens to every time. I mean, you can't, you, you can't avoid it. I mean, you're dealing with so many different people, different schedules, different careers and, you know, just anything can happen. And that's what I hope fans start to understand and, you know, not not get mad at us when Joe Bob backs out. Because <laughs> that, that's what happened this year. You know, we had oh, Joe yeah. Bob and then, uh, um, you know, a work conflict came up and him and Darcy had to cancel. And it, and it was a bummer. I mean, it, it, you know, in, in the... But that happens at literally every con. It, it happens at every convention. And it, sure. just, it happens all the time. But... What fans don't understand is oftentimes, and not just for like the, 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 I mean, if you're a con runner, I mean, I feel like a lot of the people that I know that run cons, they truly do love the genre. They love the guests. And so it's, it's oftentimes the, the, the runners are just as disappointed as you are. Maybe some of that is because of the backlash they may receive, but oftentimes it's just, they're sad. They're not going to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Joe Bob's postponed a few other things. So I don't know if you've watched the new season of The Last Drive In, but I feel like he's got a hip issue or a knee issue. The way he was walking, I mean, he, oh, he yeah. had health issues. Well, he is 70 now, you know. Well, it starts I mean, that, to, starts that's to the set other in. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? I mean, a lot of these actors and, and, and celebrities that we love, they're, they're aging like we are, you know? So, and, and oftentimes, if these are people that we saw when we were growing up, they're probably much older than we are. So, you know, I mean, that stuff happens. And, you know, we just do the best, you do the best you can as you recover. It's harder for us as a smaller con because we don't have like 40 guests, you know, we have 20 guests. So we don't have as many and we don't have like huge super names. I mean, we do like CJ Graham and Felissa, Mm -hmm. but you know, Mm -hmm. we don't have a Bruce Campbell or something that like will bring in the, the, like a mass, mass audience, you know? So if we were to lose somebody, it's always detrimental to us. Sure. Yeah, I need you to get uh, Barbara Crampton for me. I will pay much it is, however much it costs, I will be there. <laughs> it might be harder now. Like she's she's kind of back, you know. Yeah. So it's it's a little harder. But you know, we do have three names in particular that we want for the future that I think people would be very happy with. 
you know, and, and uh, sometimes you can make that happen. Sometimes you can't, you know, I mean, especially when you're dealing with reunions and, and people that just kind of go together, you have to get them all in the same wavelength and, yeah. you know. Yeah, the, the businessman, entrepreneur, possible future con runner, who knows? You never know. <laughs> uh, and me has a few questions that, that are just kind of burning for one. Yeah. So so you kind of chose the name to kind of run with kind of like the old Universal Monsters themes, right? So I'm thinking, okay, so next one's probably like son of Franken-Con. Maybe you get daughter of Franken-Con, but aren't you going to run out of names by the fifth <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because son of frankencon is kind of the obvious everybody actually thought that that would be this year um we kind of want to keep son for for something else for in all honesty for like a smaller event maybe um just because that would be funny you know and maybe you just have a son of frankencon every year that's something smaller mm -hmm. but um <laughs> or you could go the I chucky have... route and say seed of frankencon <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank and Con. Or, or just go ghoulies, do like a Frank and Con goes to college. <laughs> oh, you could have an oh, event okay. at a college, yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, so like my, I mean, like I think about the future. I mean, we never know what's going to happen, but like, so for year three, I mean, I already the name set. Um, it's none of the ones that you mentioned, and it's it's probably it, it makes sense once you hear it. Um. I won't give it away though, because that it'll be something special. But um, uh, for year four, something I—I I mean, the name I picked is completely out of the box. That I mean, if we do that, I don't know. It might be the end of us. I don't know because <laughs> it's wonky. It 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 is sort of like goes to college, but something a little farther off. <laughs> Very cool. So at at your cons do do you have like um any of the panels and stuff and people leading the panels are you like hosting the different people doing q and a's and that kind of thing or oh yeah um so uh and to get back on the main thing we all we can always use frankencon again and just say it's a remake you know so that's true um, <laughs> reimagine <laughs> reboot yeah. Yeah, a reboot of it's the Con in the next year. That yeah, yeah, it's the requel. Um, as far as the panel, so you know, like we're podcasters, we've hosted stuff before, and we love you know doing that stuff. It's very hard to do that and run a run an event at the same time. Last year, it was it was uh, one day. So last year, so um, Matt and Corey, they both did panels. I did not last year. I chose not to. Um, this year I do a panel, uh, I plan on doing the James Obar panel and I plan on doing the, uh, Carl York panel. Those are both VIP events. Um, but those are just, I mean, two that I feel like I don't want to miss out on. Yeah. Um, Carl York, especially like, I just, uh, I love Cannibal Holocaust. Um, I just love what it means to like to the movie world, to the horror movie world, you know, like the, just everything. I mean, it, it, it can be a tough watch and I can't watch that turtle again, but you know, it, I love that movie. Um, but uh, as far as panels, I mean, we have, uh, we have a ton of panels and we're bringing, we have help. So 
uh, we we try to join up with other podcasters that are friends of ours and and offer them you know do you want to do this and this and this and, you know some did a little last year and now they're doing more this year and um, so uh, one of our podcast friends, uh, Brandon and um, Pat Tony from uh, Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, they hosted the Brian Bremer panel, panel last year. And then this year they're hosting the VIP uh, screening of Frankenhooker okay. um, with live commentary um, with Patty Mullen. And then they're also doing the. They're sponsoring Mixtron because they're good friends with them, and they're doing a panel with Mixtron. So, uh, and then Felissa Rose is doing a VIP a sleepaway camp uh, screening with the commentary, and the guys from the very popular YouTube show We Watched a Movie are they're going to be hosting that with her. Nice. So I'll watch them. Um, yeah yeah so we bring in um we bring in uh, other people typically um Corey will do like the film fest i think uh some of our horror hosts will and Corey and uh one of our indie guests jed bryan will do the uh do that and then you know we're gonna have a costume contest this year and um our friend eli from cups for photography is going to be doing that um, so you just try to, you know, you know, people just surround yourself by people that want you to succeed and that you can give them a platform to do something that they love as well. Totally. Well, throw in our name in the hat for next year, whatever that ends up getting. <laughs> yeah, <called>. yeah. <laughs> so for the film festival, are you doing that with just like pulling down like the projector screen type thing in one of the hotel convention rooms or like how's that set up yeah so what's really cool about um the hilton i mean everything's cool about the hilton like i, I love this place it, it just offers us so much um we don't have to do pipe and drapes so that's why it feels a little different too like it's just like tables and people set up and it's not all fancy, you know, it's just whatever people want to do. And it all just kind of, you know, looks like a mishmash of, of things, but then it all makes sense, you know, and that's what I love about it. But all around the grand ballroom. So th this year, last year we had the grand ballroom and that was it. And this year we have the grand ballroom and the ballroom on the other side, which is about half the size. Um, so around all the, inside both places are, are screens um, that line up uh, down the sides. So all day, like you'll see like um, stuff from us, like commercials from our sponsors and like maybe times and there's spooky music playing. But then we have a panel room that's bigger than last year. It's got, it, it can hold 200 people. So um, we won't run out of room, uh, hopefully, <laughs> or hopefully, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I'm conflicted, but basically they have a screen there. That's, that's always they, that they pull down and it's there all the time. And, uh, that's how we show movies is on their projector and on a screen. Um, and we're showing so many movies this year. Like it's, it's really crazy. It's really like a movie festival. That's Awesome. awesome. Um, before we wrap up, I, I had one last question. And for you personally, who would be your dream guest? Like, if you could get anybody to come to 
Dr. Franken-Con, son of Franken-Con, whatever you want to call it. Who's that one guest that you're just itching to get out there? I was asked this recently, and I said, um, I said Brad Dorf, I think. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, the voice of Chucky, that's pretty awesome. And then I hung up from that call, and I thought of somebody else, and now, of course, can't think of it. But, um, but I mean, I think Brad Dorf would be a good one. I, I mean, he doesn't go to major conventions that, that often, anyway. I don't see him. Um, I used to see him a lot, um, but I think as, you know, the show's gotten around and stuff, um, I don't know that he does them that much. But uh, uh, who was that other one? I I should write, really write these down. Um, Dream but, book. you know, I mean, um, one of those things where I could say like Bruce Campbell or, or somebody like that, but I mean, I would want it to to fit. And not saying that, I mean, it wouldn't be amazing if he was like, I'll come for free. I'll drive down. I'll pay you for me to be there. You know, of course mm-hmm. he would be there. But, you know, um, um, in just our world and the way we have to look at things, you know, from a financial view, it's just hard to say a name, a, a really, really huge name. But um, I think Brad Dorf's one of those that would be, be real, that he is a big name, but he's somebody that fits into our what we want Frank and Con to be known as, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be a good get. I would love to see him. Yeah, him. Totally. Sign them both up. All right. So uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Be sure to go over to our YouTube page, subscribe. Uh subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast now and follow us on Instagram. Uh I don't want to toot my own horn, toot toot, but our reels are pretty great and they need more views on them. I bust my ass and you need to go watch them. Um, Richard, thanks again for joining us. Um, Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, man. For doing a con that we can all appreciate. Um, You know, 80s horror is my jam. So, you know, you're like, you're you're getting right in there for me. Um, Be sure to check out uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast and check out Bride of FrankenCon. You can get more info on guests and pricing at frankencontn.com and head out to the convention. I think we're planning on being there. It should be a good time. So, Rich, before we close up, I uh, just want you to take a second, uh, tell us the other events that are going around, going on around the convention, uh, any other info you want to share with people. Yeah, uh, thank you, and thank you for having me on. Um, it's been awesome, a lot of fun with you guys. So, we have, um, on Thursday the 8th, we actually have an official, like, launch party for FrankenCon, for Bride of FrankenCon, uh, and that's going to entail Kevin Van Hintenlauter, an acoustic setting so he's going to play acoustic music uh, for all the attendees um, this is a separate ticketed event the tickets are twenty dollars we only have 30 of those tickets so if you want to do this event it's pretty crucial that you buy that ticket as soon as you can uh, we have an acoustic setting of, of with with uh, kevin van hinton like i said and we also have the greatest title uh, ever for anything uh we have mixtron trivia hosted by mixtron yeah. and then we're gonna do a showing of um we're gonna do a showing of pumpkin head with a live commentary by mr one brian bream so uh-huh. that's on thursday night separate separate ticketed event unless you're yes. a volunteer or a super vip ticket holder which those are sold out um friday night 
VIP stuff, Saturday night VIP stuff. Our VIP is off the chain. I mean, we've got uh, commentaries and panels that you can't see um, sometimes anywhere else. Um, but uh, especially at FrankenCon, you have to have that VIP, but you also get a swag bag, you get a lanyard, you get a, a really cool print that we're going to be debuting by One Man Riot, who will also be in attendance. He's an excellent horror artist. If you haven't seen his stuff, he does blacklight, blacklight stuff that is insane. But we have world premiere of indie movies. Uh, Bobby Knight Jr.'s grandma will be premiering at, at FrankenCon. That's a general admission ticket uh, along with um, the Bad Ben franchise Nigel Bach will be there and he's premiering the brand new Bad Ben Alien Agenda never been seen anywhere else and uh, that's a world premiere for general admission ticket holders also Debbie Does Demons which actually just sold out of their slipcover on Vinegar Syndrome <laughs> right. uh, will be will be airing on Saturday night it's our late show at 10 o'clock in our main room uh, we'll be showing unlisted owner i mean so many movies guys it's it's crazy for that so um we're also doing a puppet show on saturday morning a horror inspired puppet show by Ner uh, felt nerdy and uh just there's so many activities they're all on the website just go there uh follow us on frankencon frankencon follow us on facebook or follow us on frankencon uh follow us on facebook instagram and uh check us out and um yeah come on down uh i don't know when this is airing but may 8th is the final day to book your hotel so you can book your hotel without paying you know they don't charge you until you you go to the hotel and and uh on the weekend of so if you want to stay at the hotel book your hotel now go to the go to our website go to the hotel page hit book now and our rates are 125 so um, I could probably say a few more things, but I think that's everything. Uh, everything else, just go to frankencontn.com and I appreciate uh, the opportunity. Awesome. Yeah. All right. awesome. So go check all that out. Uh, go to the convention if you can. Uh, and, and that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, I'm Jay with John, Richard, and TJ. And until next time. Keep it spooky.